welcome to What Is It About the Weather, the weekly podcast where we explore the many ways in which weather intertwines itself into our lives. I'm your host, Mark Jelinek, and this week we're going to be trying to answer the question, have weather forecasts gotten too good? But before we dive into the topic, just want to take a moment, catch up on some various admin stuff. I want to thank the couple of people who made note of the link not working last week. I'm still doing a lot of edits by hand with the feed for the podcast, and I may change that at some point, but again, for now, I've been trying to keep costs down, so I've been doing those edits myself. Had a little typo. Nothing couldn't be overcome, but somebody caught it first on the feed, and somebody else caught the Patreon link wasn't working, so I think it's all good now, but thank you, you loyal listeners who catch my errors before they become big problems and hopefully it didn't delay too much of people getting the podcast you know some feeds may have been incorrect for a little while but shortly after the update was made I know that the podcast showed up in my feed which is where I do monitor it you know I've been dealing with closet weather this week I don't know what yours been like you know you heard me mention I'm I'm adjusting new location but it's definitely been closet weather And for those that don't know what closet weather is, well, it's pretty simple, right? Closet weather is where you're constantly going into your closet during the course of a week or even a day to find different clothes because the weather keeps changing. So I guess I'm officially in spring if it hits that, but there's a chance I may even see snow in the morning. Actual snow. Yes, here we are, May, whatever today is, May the 8th, Friday, May the 8th, at the time of this recording. Slim chance, but there's a chance, all right? So nonetheless, not really used to that. So I'm adjusting and spending a lot of time in and out of the closet getting different clothes. But enough about my weather. Let's talk about weather interactions and about how good or not good weather forecasts have gotten. And this topic, you know, it was actually even, the idea of it was with me before the podcast went on hiatus, but it's really about how good have weather forecasts gotten. And the, and the reason it's stayed near the top of my list over time was last year, kind of around this time, maybe more in the summer of 2019, I heard a lot of people talking about how good they felt weather forecast had gotten for the next couple of days, let's say. Heard other podcasters, and I'm talking about people that are not in the weather space, but just casual people I'd interact with that told me that they felt more and more like when it came to a, like I said, a 48-hour forecast, they got pretty good. People felt they could plan their lives around those forecasts. Now, it was also at a time that the U.S. big U.S. weather model was going through an update, so there were even a lot of stories out at the time, a lot of written stories, and I am going to put a couple links in the show notes if you're interested in this stuff. This is not going to be a heavy reference episode. It's more of a hypothetical, right? But there was a lot of talk about this new model, a lot of talk about what was going into it, how it was going to help improve weather forecast. You know, you always hear these comparisons between the U.S. and the European and all this stuff, but even within that context, everybody felt that, you know, it's all positive things. And as we've covered before, more and more apps all the time that you can have on your phone, get weather real time, like so many other things now. So was it really, was it really providing an opportunity for weather forecast? Had they really improved? My personal opinion, not by 
any means of, of scientific analysis was generally, I felt that way too. I gotten pretty active with getting outdoors again, was doing more hiking and just being outside. And I found most of the time, the vast majority of the time that I could, you know, look at those forecasts and plan for, let's say, you know, Thursday or Friday, plan for the weekend and feel good that I was going to have a, a chance of it panning out like the forecast were showing. Or when it came to planning the night before or even the morning of, tweak my plans and go do whatever I was going to do. And overall, I kind of felt the same way. My experience was telling me that what people were saying was was accurate. So it seemed that maybe, maybe finally, these forecasts had really gotten to where people could plan around them, at least for a couple of days. And I, I think that's a good thing. It's where weather forecasts should be. I'd like to see it extend further out. But, here's the but. Now I'm questioning all of that. So if it's true, it does mean that people are getting more and more used to planning their lives around the quality of these forecasts. It's a great thing, in theory, when it works. Well, with my change in venue, where I'm spending the majority of my time now, I suddenly found in the last few months that no, 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 forecast had not gotten better. So why? What happened? Right? What was the reason for that? All of a sudden, I was finding that, I mean, I ended up, truly ended up out in hiking in snow when there was no forecast for precipitation where I was going. None. Ended up in, you know, gale force winds when the forecast was for not that. All right. So here I was. All this belief I had that forecast had gotten better and all of a sudden it it stopped. Right. Now, there are some possible reasons for that. Certainly some possible reasons for that. One is my location's just harder to forecast now. And it could be. I'm closer to a large body of water. So it's more difficult. Or maybe the forecast points of where I'm doing these outdoor activities. Maybe, you know, maybe they have challenges of elevation. Where I'm going and hiking, maybe there's an elevation change. But a lot of times there's a big difference to me between there being that fine line, like as an example in the South, there was always a challenge with, is it going to snow or not? Or when, when does that change over happen sort of thing? And I expect that, but I'm not so used to when the forecast is generally for, you know, mostly clear skies and I'm walking around in snow that, that to me is a busted forecast. So Yeah. Maybe there's an elevation difference. Maybe the forecast point, and as I've talked about with you guys somewhat before, I mean, when you think about a forecast grid or a forecast for a location, you know, the grid size is a not exactly like every kilometer or every mile that you're going through has an individual forecast that's fine-tuned. You know, depending on the model, it might be 25 miles or 50 miles or whatever it is. Now, some apps and some tools out there tweak that, refine that, but at their core, they've only got so much data they can work with to make that a better forecast with inside that grid box. So maybe I was just going to places that were not well represented by the points around it, right? And I've seen that before. I've seen that in my professional space working with weather, that some locations are just not well suited. 
But then it made me start wondering is, were the forecasts really better even where I was? Or had I just gotten used to which apps or which tools that I used, which data sources I used were better in different circumstances. And I was so naturally attuned to that, that I was able to build the forecast myself. And I didn't even think twice that maybe I was going to multiple sources, not so much to check it, but to combine and make a little micro model, if you will, Mark's little model to give me the data points I needed. So I don't know. So I am curious, you know, is it again, am I dealing with microclimates? I know that you you can go to areas again around San Francisco and you'll find that depending on where you are, there's all these little nuances based on whether you're in the Bay or whether you're out against the coast, whether you're up on the Hills or not. And they have all these little microclimates and it's not, you know, that's not the only place those occur. So maybe I'm just happen to be in one of those spots now too. It's very possible. Or is it that the activities I'm doing, and it shouldn't be because I was doing most of these activities before, are just more sensitive to those things? Was it just the weather patterns? You know, maybe when I was hiking and doing the stuff in the summer and fall, I wasn't getting the, the same type of weather patterns and they were more predictable. Don't know. But if it's true that people are really getting used to these forecasts and I'm finding all these problems when I'm going out doing it, it still points to there being a problem, that they're not always that good. And if people are going to become more dependent on these forecasts, you know, it's a double-edged sword. It's great that people might be, but then they're going to hit a harder fail when it fails. You know, it used to be people in the past kind of took things with a grain of salt. They knew kind of what the weather was going to be. And they knew what the that there might be some rain, but they didn't get down to what you know certain apps are telling us now. That you know they can give us down to the minute kind of stuff. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make this a little experiment. It's not going to be scientific, and I even started with it this morning. I was going out for a bike ride, and one of the things that's happened recently that's kind of prompted me to pay more attention to weather apps and whatnot is there's a weather app that was bought by Apple. It's called Dark Sky. And it's one I used to reference. There are locations I always felt that it did well for, or certain weather patterns it did well for, and others that it didn't. So I wasn't dependent on it, but I always used it as a source. But there's others I use as well. But with that one going away, well, it's going to be available for you Apple users, which I'm not. So I started looking for other options available to me and I've pulled a few of them down and I'm going to test this whole thing because even this morning when I was going out for that ride, one of the challenges I was working with today was, is it going to rain, right? Is it going to be rain before I get back? So I wanted to time that. And I was looking at this yesterday just to see if I was going to have time to get a ride in. So I set everything up. Got up this morning and checked it. And even one of the apps that I looked at the day before that had shown a small chance of rain when I would go out this morning had said, no, the rain's delayed. It's not going to be out until later. Another app said, yeah, there might be a small chance of rain, but you should be good. And I looked at them both for the winds because, you know, when you're riding bike, winds do matter. Because actually I was out on a ride about a week ago and just really, really strong winds and made the, made the ride miserable. Skin on my bike go out and you know I kind of knew the temperature range not it wasn't a range where I was going to be overly sensitive to what the temperature was so if it was within a degree or two it really didn't matter to me 
But for me today, what mattered was the wind and the rain. And I got there and I rode. And what hit me was the following. It did rain, thankfully towards the end of my ride. And I'd built myself a little buffer, but it started to rain. So one app failed me. One app that said there might be a chance, but then took that chance away. That that doesn't do me any good, right? That doesn't help me at all. And then the other side of it is both of them failed on the wind. Both of them failed. And I will also say that both of them failed when it came to the conditions of the sky. Didn't, didn't bother me. Both had said kind of mostly cloudy. It was completely overcast, but it's, that's neither here nor there. It, I planned for mostly not sunny, as I would say. So why? Why did they fail? Is it, again, do I have problems? Is it just me? I don't know. So I'm going to play around with this. But I'm curious if you, as users of weather forecast, have you gotten to where you've started to plan your life around the quality of the weather forecast you're getting? Right? Is what I heard and what I remembered hearing, was I just imagining that I heard it? Was it because I was reading these articles? But I swear I heard people and have heard people more and more say, yep, 48 hours, maybe even three days. They feel good about it. But that also points to this challenge of creating a deterministic forecast. And even I know enough, sometimes you got to plan for probabilities, right? Yeah, the narrower the time horizon, the more you can focus in on something, but there's always going to be some nuances. But I would expect when I get up and look at the forecast one last time before I go out, that if they're going to be have a chance of being accurate, hopefully that's going to be when they're accurate. But no, no. Had fails today, and that's not a good thing. So I'm going to try it. I'm going to do this over the next couple of months. Maybe, let's say, throughout the summer and into the fall. It's not going to be a a short experiment. I'm going to pick a few times. Every time I go out, I'm going to make a point of noting where I'm going, getting the best I can at pinpoint forecast. And I'm going to do it with a variety of sources again. Some apps, some that I've not even tried before because, like I said, I'm looking for a replacement. Some that claim to give you down in the minute. Some that claim that you can do your planning for your activities ahead. One of them i got to pay to do that, so I'll pay to do that. A couple of them that are apps I'm going to have to pay for which I'm not thrilled about, but, you know, for for casual use. I understand if I was using this for business, but I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to see. Because now I'm really starting to wonder if it's just me in the sensitive area that I'm in. But it doesn't seem logical because a lot of the activities I'm doing aren't so much in that sensitive zone. Not right up against that coastal area. Or have weather forecasts really just not gotten better? And like I said, I had just gotten used to what worked well in, in the area I was in before. And those things just aren't holding up now. Or did I just not care? I mean, all these things are possibilities, right? But again, I keep, I, you know, I even was reading some stuff not too long ago about the quality of forecasts. These articles, like I said, they kind of peaked around the new model. But I've seen other headlines that talk about why the forecasts are getting better and showing examples and all that. But I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not anymore. I'd like to think it is. But we'll see. So I'm going to try these new apps. I'm going to try different weather conditions. I've, As I've mentioned, temperature is usually not the the variable that I'm overly sensitive to unless it's really a bust. Like, you know, you go out, and, and part of that can be, sky cover as well, right? You go out and it's supposed to be a not sunny day and it ends up being really sunny. And usually that's when the temperature forecast bombs in my experience with these types of situations. 
But other than that, I you know whether it's a degree or two off, I'm not as worried about it. And we'll see. We'll see if they do good and bad. I'll try to you know maybe even rate some apps. But it may end up just being for the area I'm in. Maybe I'll get enough chances. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that over the course of summer I'll get a go around to some different places and maybe try it in different zones. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong, like I said, but only time will tell. Is it that we've gotten so used to these little devices in our hands that can give us such abundance of information all the time that we kind of just accept the fact that hopefully these forecasts are, you know, that are constantly updating are that much better? I don't know. Don't know. But it did remind me that there is a real challenge going on with improving how well these little devices work for us and its impact on the quality of weather forecast. And you may have heard something about this. This has also been, over the past year, an interesting topic, talking about the satellites that are out there and the new satellites that are going to be part of the satellite, at least imaging that we get. Imaging is the wrong word. Sensor data that we get that has to do with water vapor and how the spectrum that gives us that data that we're now going to start having 5G signals kind of interspersed in there and what impact is it going to have on weather and our ability to properly weather forecast. That's something I'm going to talk about in a future episode. I think it's a it's a neat um, area to delve into because it's not just about that. We've also had other things going on that have the potential to influence the quality of our weather forecast. And the real question is, is it going to impact things in the short term, like some of the things I'm talking about, or does it really only become amplified when we're looking at more of the longer range forecast? But it's something to watch and something that we'll explore. Any case, time for me to go do some testing. I'm going to do, it's supposed to, like I said, chance of snow, but I am going to try to get out and do a hike tomorrow. So we'll see. We'll see how the forecast holds up. And I guess I should make it somehow scientific. I'm not sure I'm going to pull it off doing it that way. So you're going to have to maybe just trust me. I'm not sure I'm going to do any sort of overly uh, other than back of the napkin type analysis. But let me know. Are you finding forecasts better so that you can plan around them as individuals or in your work? I'd be curious to hear about it from that point as well, because I know there are more and more companies that are participating with weather data in the enterprise and trying to refine the quality of the forecast businesses have to work with. So if you're finding that you think it's better, let me know, either in a personal or professional level. I'd love to hear your feedback on the topic. But for now, go enjoy your weather. You can tell me about that too. All these things, just hit me up. What is about the weather at gmail.com? You can also hit me up with a message on Twitter at Mark Jelinek at you know on Twitter as well. Either way, it gets to me. Email's a lot of times easier, but you know, whatever works. But for now, for now. Let's think about that intertwining. Think about letting how these forecasts really work there. And we'll explore some new topics next time. Because as always, what we need to remember is there's much more to weather 
than the weather itself.